Do you know what UX design is? Do you know what UX designers do? You ever hear people saying UX, UI, and, and just assume that they're the same? Or do you often hear people conflate UX designer, UI designer, all in one role? Uh, if you have, well, unfortunately, those people don't really know what a UX designer is. But more importantly, they don't know what the real value a UX designer can bring to a team, which is a damn shame. So stick around and we'll break it down. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Retro Time Podcast. I'm Jeremy, and guess what? Derek's in New Orleans this week, so you got no Derek. You got me today. Now, unfortunately, that means there won't be any small talk about basketball. So everybody out there that wants to hear about Derek's most recent basketball escapade, you're going to have to wait until next week. I'm very sorry. Today, we're going to learn a little bit about UX design. But for all you software people out there, all you software engineers who feel like they want to turn off this episode, give me a minute. Hold on, because I'm going to speak to you. I think this is really important. The user experience is something everybody on the software team should care about, not just the UX design professionals, okay? So software people, give me a few minutes. Don't skip this episode. Deal? So what is a UX designer? I've been doing some digging, trying to get a feel for what other UX designers think UX design is. I'm seeing a lot of UX designers online describe the craft as something like uh, UX design is a process that teams use or UX design is improving the experience, quote unquote, or, or something, you know, related to empathy for users, which, um, you know, I, I do think is, is really important. I found an article on usertesting.com. They had 15 experts weigh in on what they think UX design is, and only one of them thought that UX was about solving problems. And honestly, that kind of blew me away. And only one of them out of 15. I don't know. I don't know who put that list together. But anyway, there are so many people around today that automatically connect UX design with visual design. Like as if UX designers are the evolution of web designers or digital designers. And to me, that kind of implies that in order to be a really effective UX designer, you have to be a dribble god or more, you know, with more likes than anybody else. And I, I don't believe that that is the case at all. So let's talk about what UX design is not before we talk about what UX design is. UX design is not visual design or even UI design. UX design is not about simply crafting a beautiful interface. It's not. UX design is definitely not mastering Figma. UX design is not color theory. It's not topography. It's not even really about data hierarchy. UX design is not about design systems. All these things, they can absolutely make or break the user experience, but just mastering these things alone will not lead to a great user experience. Because at the end of the day, UX design is about solving problems for users. If you don't solve the user's problems, it doesn't matter how good any of that other stuff is. It still won't lead to a positive outcome or a positive experience. It just won't. Because the user still wouldn't have been able to accomplish whatever they set out to accomplish in the first place. A beautiful app that doesn't work for you still sucks. End of story. So before we can dive into what UX design is or what UX designer does, let's think about UX more broadly. So Don Norman, sort of the grandfather of, you, of user experience, he coined this term in the 90s. And what he said was, and I quote, user experience encompasses all aspects of the end user's interaction with the company, its services, and its products. So notice that he doesn't mention anything about design. 
He doesn't mention anything about tools. He doesn't mention anything about processes. It's all about the end user's interaction with the company, service, or product. So basically, UX is the experience a user has. It's that simple. It's right there in the name. It's literally that simple. That's what UX is. The experience a user has. Full stop. So it's important to remember that when we talk about this other stuff, what we're really talking about are all the things that influence the user's experience. So when we talk about design systems, we talk about visual design processes, research, whatever those other things, they aren't UX. Those are processes that influence the UX. They are processes that we use to design the UX. But listen, if you're taking anything away from this episode, it's that what we as UX professionals do on its own does not fully make or break a good user experience. So what else can influence the experience a user has? I'll give you a hint. It isn't just the interface design. Bugs in some piece of software can affect the experience a user has. The speed the software loads can affect the experience a user has. It's the environment that the users might be in. Maybe they have a spotty internet connection or they're in direct sunlight so they can't see the screen. Maybe the API that you're trying to connect to isn't working. You may have designed the most amazing, wonderful, award-winning interface, but if any of those things go wrong, you'll end up with a bad user experience. So at its core, UX design is about solving a user's problems. If you don't solve a user's problems, the experience will be affected because otherwise, what is the point of using this stupid thing in the first place? I downloaded your software, I created an account, and now it doesn't even do what I need it to do. Fail. It really doesn't matter how thoughtfully laid out the interface was, how attractive the topography and the color scheme was, you just wasted my time. Or I downloaded the software, but there were so many bugs and error messages, I couldn't get it to do what I needed it to do. Fail. Or I downloaded the software, and it's not compatible with my computer or phone. Fail. Or I downloaded your software, but it would never load because my data is slow. Fail. Or I downloaded your software, but it doesn't meet my accessibility needs. Fail. So a good user experience will only happen when we've solved a user's problems. That's it. So how do we know what a user's problem is? <laughs> or if the users have accessibility issues, or if the users might have a slow data? Well, it's simple. We ask them. We do research. We talk to them. We understand our users. We build empathy. We create artifacts that help us understand their problems. And then our job is to share it to evangelize on behalf of the users, to get everyone on the team to understand and empathize with the users so they all want to build the best goddamn software that they can. What we design should always be tied back to the research. We design for the users and to solve their problems. We don't design for dribble. So how do we know if there are bugs or APIs are broken or whatever other technical stuff that could diminish the user experience? We validate it. We keep an eye out on analytics and metrics. We make sure that our teams understand the importance of these things and how they can affect how the user perceives not just our software, but the company brand as a whole. A UX designer's job is to represent the users and to be an advocate for them within the teams, right? So every decision that we make, it should be filtered through the lens of the user. Every compromise we make with our product and engineering partners should be made through the lens of the user. UX design is fundamentally about keeping the users top of mind and solving their problems first and foremost. Otherwise, what's the point of doing any of this? So personally, I think one of the ways that we can be the most effective UX designers is by being great storytellers to inspire our team or inspire the people in our team to want to build the best possible product we can. So I have a quote about storytelling. And I think, honestly, this is one of my favorite quotes ever. <laughs> I love this quote. I tell it to everybody. 
Uh, and it's all about the importance of storytelling in design. So there's this guy, Antoine de Saint-Exupéry. He was an author. He wrote a book. Uh, you can find out all about him online. But he had this quote in one of his books. If you want to build a ship, you don't drum up the men to gather wood. You don't divide the work. You don't give orders. Instead, if you want to build a boat, you teach them to long for the vast and endless sea. I love this quote because it's, it's not about ordering people around. It's not as UX designers, we are designing something, we hand it over and we say, this is it. This is the only thing that we could possibly build. I figured it all out. What you're doing is you're inspiring your team to want to build better software and they will figure out how to do it, right? That quote about building a boat, it's not saying I designed a boat, go build it. It's saying, let's figure out how to get on the ocean and enjoy the vast and endless sea. It doesn't matter what that boat looks like at the end of the day, right? It might look completely different from what I thought it should look like, but guess what? We're all on the vast and endless sea because we had such a strong yearning for it. I think that's so important. So as UX designers, one of the key skills that we need beyond visual design, beyond understanding how to use Figma and all this other stuff, which again, are important, but getting our team to want to build better products is so important. Building that empathy for users is critical. And you can't build empathy for users without first understanding the problems that they have. What I want to also stress is that as we've defined it, right, the user experience is not the sole domain of the UX designer. If we define the user experience as the experience a user has, then it becomes a responsibility of every single person on the team, from the stakeholders to the product managers to the software engineers, QA testers, everybody. Everybody needs to be concerned with the experience a user has. Now, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole. I've, I've heard other people say everybody's a UX designer. I'm not saying everyone is a UX designer, but everyone should care about the experience a user has. The design piece should be on us, right? The layout of a form, how things are, are, are laid out, the hierarchy, the visual design, all those things are, are part of the UX designer's job. But that doesn't mean that other people don't have input or say. I really want to stress that. This job is about collaboration. It's not about dictating. The product team and the stakeholders have a responsibility to understand user problems, the needs, the pain points. So they need to work with the proper UX professionals to help conduct research, maybe document it, maybe talk about this during whatever meetings that they facilitate. They have a responsibility to focus on users as they approve roadmaps, look for funding, identify resources, define metrics, whatever, the, whatever it is your product team is doing. The software teams like developers, scrum masters, QA, they all need to keep users top of mind too, right? While they're writing stories, when they're defining technical requirements, they're designing the, the backend architecture, they test the features, all these things. It's not about shipping the bare minimum as fast as possible. It's about shipping what is right for the user. Every software team's different. Lots of teams have different names for different roles, so it's impossible to talk about every role and how they might play some part in the experience a user has, but hopefully you're getting the picture here, right? That UX is something everyone should care about. It's not just for UX designers. So to wrap this up with a little bow, I want to give an example of user experience and hopefully highlight how the UX design team can do a lot of things right by the book, but still miss a huge portion of users and end up with a somewhat bad experience, regardless of how good the visual design is or how well the same design might work for different types of users, different user sets. Have you ever used Calendly? It's this really cool app that allows someone to connect a calendar like, like Google or Outlook or something, set availability so that someone else can schedule a meeting with them. So somebody else can go find their, look at their schedule, check their availability and quickly set up time to meet 
So both can make it, right? It basically cuts out all the back and forth emails when you schedule a call or something like that. Um, I want to set up a meeting with you. I see your availability. I select time that works for me. Boom, meeting. The thing that's interesting about this tool is that the interface works really well when I go out and I find someone that I want to meet with and they send me their link, right? I find a time that, that they are available, works for me. I hit send, we meet, done, perfect, right? And this other piece though, it kind of fails. And I felt this myself for some time and it, it kind of put me off, but it didn't really hit me until I heard somebody on a podcast recently give the same anecdote as it relates to UX. And I wish I could remember that podcast I tried going back looking for it. I couldn't find it. So if anybody out there is listening and knows what I'm talking about, please let me know because I would, I would love to link to it. Uh, so here's what something like Calendly completely fails, I think, in my opinion. What happens when I have the Calendly account and I go out and I try to find someone I want to meet with, what happens if they don't have a Calendly link, but I do? Do I send it to them and ask them to find time to meet with me? If I reach out to them, what kind of experience are they going to have with Calendly? When they hear from me out of the blue, and then I ask them to do some work for me so that I can meet with them. I've had the same situation happen to me. And when it happened, the first thing I thought was, wait, hold on a second. You're reaching out to me and you want to meet with me. And now you're asking me to go do some work for you to set up a meeting for you to have with me. I didn't even want to meet with you. You know, this is something you asked for. It kind of drove me crazy, put me off, to be honest. So this team could have done everything by the book. They could have had a solid problem statement. They could have done solid research, solid design, solid usability studies. And I'm sure really talented designers, researchers, software engineers, product people, whatever, they all worked on this, really smart people. But they didn't account for that one thing. And now some set of users have a bad experience with their product, right? Maybe it put them off the, completely to the tool forever, right? So they've, maybe they've lost a set of users. I don't know, who knows? Now I'm raising this example but I don't have a solution. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I don't know how to fix this problem. I'm not getting paid to do it, but that's not the point. The point here is to highlight that UX design is all about investigating every aspect of the user's journey and solving for those problems to create a truly great user experience. And I think personally in this one example, I don't think it did a great job. Um, now, obviously in software, there are trade-offs, compromises. It's possible this was considered an edge case. Maybe it is an edge case. I don't know. It's possible this is on the roadmap to address. I have no idea. I'm not involved with Calendly at all. Um, now, before I get out of here, I want to stress something. I don't want to get a bunch of nasty emails from pissed off visual designers. <laughs> I'm definitely not suggesting that visual design is insignificant or not important. That's not what I'm saying. Visual design will definitely have an impact on the user experience. Bad visual design will definitely negatively affect the experience that a user has. But if you're taking away anything from this episode, I want you to come away with the understanding that really great visual design will not save your software from a bad user experience if the software does not solve the user's problem in the first place. That's the most important part. The visual design is icing on the cake, but it won't make a cake good if the cake sucks, <laughs> okay? Um, so I'll leave you with this quick comparison. If you're going to Dribbble first, stop. If you uh, call yourself a UX designer, first place you go is Dribbble. Don't do that. Go talk to the users. You'll make a much better application in the end, I promise. Well, that's it for me for today, software engineers. I hope you got something out of this episode. I really do think that it's important for everybody on the team to understand that they have an impact, a direct impact on the experience that our users have. And that really can make or break our software products. And I think it's critical. So make sure you check us out on RetroTimePodcast.com. Get yourself some stickers if you haven't already. RetroTimePodcast.com slash stickers. 
And make sure you tell a friend. We'd really appreciate that. And don't forget, if you leave a five-star review, Mr. Derek Siebert will write you your very own review jam. So don't miss out on that. So make sure you check back next time. Mr. Derek will be back and we'll hear all about his escapades down in New Orleans, how many snowballs he ate, how many po'boys he ate, and whether or not he had a cold drink. Until next time, we'll see you. Don't skip this episode. Deal?